they didn't stick with piano. Soccer only lasted a few seasons and interest waned before the spring dance recital. For some children, it doesn't take much before they ask to throw in the towel. And as parents, you want to support them in their decisions and their passions because they are theirs, but you also want to push them to achieve their best and teach them valuable lessons about commitment and follow through. Psychologist Dr. Todd Corelli will tell us how to accomplish both. Great to see you. Good to see you. So you believe the most important quality we could teach our children is this resilience, this grit. Yes. What better gift could we give our kids than the ability to stick with things and do hard things? To persevere. You know, they did a study years ago that's kind of famous now. They took 400 fifth graders and half of them, they split them up randomly and half of them they praised for how smart they were. Okay. The other half, they praised for what great workers they were, mm. how hard workers they were. And they gave them an intelligence test. They came back and gave them another test. And 90% of the hard workers yeah. chose to do the hard puzzles. Mm. Most of the ones that were praised for their intelligence chose the easy puzzles. So it's kind of about this growth mindset. But when we're praised for our hard work and when we learn the skill of doing hard things and sticking with it and we become resilient, what better thing there is there than that? You think of all of the many life scenarios <clears throat> well, that right. will serve them. Right, and you can be successful yeah. in anything if you work hard. So for that reason, you believe, and I'm so glad to hear someone say this, so <laughs> thank you, that it, it is okay to have high expectations. Well, we know this from research. So you can blame it on, on the research. Point to the books. So point to the books. If we have high expectations, high demands. We require our kids to have appropriate behaviors, to work hard, to stick with things, to do things. Those are the kids that have the best outcomes. Mm -hmm. So it is a gift to have high demands and expectations for your kids. This has been kind of a buzz point in my brain for a couple of years now, ever since a high-profile athlete pulled out of a high-profile competition for very good reasons. Mm -hmm. The way it was talked about, though, and celebrated afterward, primarily yeah. on social media, yeah. had me hitting pause, like, yes, you've got to look at your own you know, mental health or physical right. limitations or whatever it is, and there are tools and resources available if you want to push forward and you want to be the kid that rises to those expectations. Right. right. One of the reasons I hate social media is because it doesn't matter what position you take, everybody's going to praise you. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You don't get on and say, I'm doing this whatever, and people, I mean, you will get criticized, but for the most part, you're going to be praised. For whatever it is. For whatever it is. Yeah. So it's looking at it from that frontal <clears throat> scope. So let's talk balance then. I, if I'm a parent that wants to uphold high expectations, but I also, right, don't want to um, undermine or uh, misacknowledge my child's passions and interests, how do you strike that balance? Can you give us some guidance it's there? It's your relationship. Your relationship. If you have high expectations and no relationship, you're a drill sergeant. Mm -hmm. If you have a high relationship and no expectations, you're a buddy. Mm -hmm. So, and this is research. When we have high expectations and a warm, connected, strong bond and relationship, those are the kids that do the best. So it's the relationship. And, and you know, when you have a good relationship with somebody, you can get away with all kinds of stuff. <laughs> you can. And if you trust me and you know I'm there for you and we're close, yeah. I can demand things from you and you'll show up. 
I've been thinking about that relationship piece. Uh, last week, I, we were talking to Studio 5 parenting contributor Heather Johnson about you know discipline, a healthier way to discipline. And I threw out a scenario to her that involved a teenager huffing off, you know, throwing out some unkind words and inappropriate language. And her response was, you should look at the relationship then. And I've been thinking totally. about that because totally. kids have choices and their behavior you know, reflects those choices. But at the end of the day, that relationship is how that dynamic will will play right. out, and I like that you use the word warmth. It's, it, and that's actually the Clint, the research word is warmth. Is warmth. The warmth of your relationship, and I always think of it as the, the connectedness, the connection that you have with your child. That's where all the power is. That's mm -hmm. where all the power is. And I always, when I work with families, and they have problems like that, we always start with the relationship. What can you do to draw your child closer to you? Because that's where the influence that's, lies, right? That's where all the influence it's lies. It's in that closeness. Yeah. All right, if you have a child who <clears throat> maybe falls under this definition of quitting easily or throwing in the towel too quickly, you mm -hmm. say another thing you can do is do it with them. Yes, so a little bit of a plug here. I don't okay. mean it that way. I'm doing a workshop this weekend for parents with kids with learning disorders. And in preparation for this, my wife interviewed our second oldest daughter, who's now 25. Mm -hmm. And we're putting it as a podcast episode. Anyways, in the interview, it was so neat to hear this because in the interview, Maddie, who's my daughter, had a learning disorder. And this girl couldn't organize herself for the life of her. Mm. She would. She's the kid who would do her homework and then forget to turn it in. Oh. She's the kid who, what do you mean I have an assignment tomorrow? She yeah. was so disorganized and so unfocused. The only thing that helped her was her mom sat with her for months mm. and worked with her on her organizational skills. And the cool thing about listening to this interview that they did that together. That feedback, that real-time well, feedback. Well, it was so cool because she thanks her mom. Oh. And she said, you know, by spending all that time together, they actually got closer. But Maddie has confidence now. Mm -hmm. This is a girl who just finished her degree in microbiology. This is a kid who wow. ended up loving calculus wow. like, who loves calculus yeah 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 you know and she's confident and she's competent and she talks about the coping skills that she developed but she relates it to mom sitting with me and Jumping basically mom. forcing me to do this yeah yeah so, so knowing your child yeah. and being willing to step up and some might if they didn't know the ins and outs of that story they might say oh you enabled her or you held her but for each child it requires that different touch every, or that different every approach. kid is different yeah but when we work with our kids it usually goes better I like this point, acknowledge what they're doing is hard. Like say it out loud, this, this is, is hard. This is just empathy. Yeah. Like I, this is how I relate to my kids. You know, like if, if they're going through something hard or trying to learn something hard, I will often say to them in truth, oh, I remember that. Mm -hmm. I remember going through that. That was really hard. I still want you to learn to do this. Mm -hmm. It's still important for you to get this skill, but yeah, I get it, it's, it's hard. And finally, be involved in their why. What does that look like? Well, not every kid has a why. So it's not like you can say to your kid, remember you want to go to college when they're in fourth grade. <laughs> but some kids have whys. Like my oldest, my, my youngest daughter is a volleyball player. She wants to be the best volleyball player in the world. It's off season. She's training two to three hours a day. Sometimes she'll call me and she'll say, dad, I don't want to do this today. Mm -hmm. And so we talk about her why. She's mm -hmm. a very driven. So some kids have whys and if you can remind them what the end goal is here mm -hmm. that really helps them i love these points of advice and i love how we can cater and customize them to our children depending on their individual needs and personalities where can we hear more from you and about you your podcast mm. your parenting workshop so dr todd talks podcast 
the workshop, if you want to join, it's free. You can go into my podcast, and there's a little link in there, and I have a YouTube channel as well. Okay, we'll hook you up with links on our website as well, so you can easily find this guy. Thank you so much for the good that Thank you're you. doing. We Good appreciate it.